Hi, everybody, and welcome back to yet another cracking edition of the Matt Brown Show. This is the Secrets of Fail series, where we're talking to entrepreneurs and CEOs all about their epic business blunders. And with us in the hot seat today is the CEO of a hospital, in fact, called the Hojman County Health Center. That is hchonline.org if you are interested. Um, and so his name is none other than the man, the legend, David Paul. Welcome to the show, buddy. Yeah, thank you. Glad to be here. Awesome. Well, look, let's get into what you guys are up to there uh, and the elevator pitch. So uh, walk us through that. What are you guys up to? Yeah, so we are Hodgman County Health Center in, in uh, Hodgman County in western Kansas. We're ser- serving a large area of western, southwestern rural Kansas. Uh, currently, we have a rural health clinic that we see most of our patients through, and we're also looking to build another clinic before the end of the year. So... What makes you guys different? I would say what makes us different is our model in what we believe in and how we deliver our service. Uh, That really focuses on going away from a less personal model of service and taking it back to a more patient-centric model of service. Okay. So um, how many patients do you service per year, as an example? Oh, so we are being a smaller facility. We don't obviously service quite the volume that the other larger facilities do. We service somewhere around ten to 12,000 patients a year. Wow. How does that make you feel? Like when you're making such a, you're touching so many lives in a very real way. How does it make you feel? I think it's a great feeling, uh, especially, you know, in the rural areas, you really get to know your your community, your patients, the people that you're servicing. They have a closer connection to you than, uh, you know, when you're when you're doing larger volume, you don't get to know those people as well because there's so many of them and, and they just come through one right after the other. And here you're not just servicing patients, but you're taking care of your community. You're taking care of the people that are your neighbors, people that you see in the grocery store, people that, um, you know, have land next to your land. It's just, it's a very tight knit group. It's, it's a very fulfilling experience. Mm, I'm sure. I wish in another life I had the opportunity to get into healthcare. Like, I ne- like it was yeah. never an option for me, you know. But uh, I know, as I was saying to you before we went live, I know a lot of CEOs, NASDAQ-listed companies, healthcare, innovative startups, all trying to make a difference to humanity through healthcare. And I'm always inspired by, you know, the likes of you. Thank you. Cool, bad. Well, look, let's get into the meat and the potatoes of uh, this episode. What is your epic story of fail for our audience around the world today? Right. So I think the story I'm going to bring to the table is one about hiring the wrong people. Uh, you know, this is something that coming out of out of COVID at a time when the healthcare industry was really short on employees, short on staff, uh, really hard to find good employees and the mis- making the mistake of settling for an employee that was just not the right fit, hiring too soon rather than continuing to look for those right employees. Mm. That's come up a lot weirdly enough, or I should say unsurprisingly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, yeah. how do you hire the right people? In yeah, fact, I had, yeah. in fact, I had Erin Murray. She's the CEO of a, a company that literally puts, uh, you know, qualified talent or people into hospitals. She's a recruitment company. Um, and uh, it's, a, it's a constant struggle, seems like. 
Yeah, it absolutely is. And and you're you're 100% right. You touched on it when you said it's not just a struggle exclusive to healthcare. Ever since COVID, as I understand it, I think all industries are struggling for people. Uh, and not just, you know, you, you, have, you have three different levels. You have just people, warm bodies in the spot, and then you have quali- uh, good people, good candidates, right? And then you have qualified candidates, right? And so that third one to find a good qualified candidate, it's it's rare. It's hard these days. You really have to be willing to wait out the time and search for that right candidate. Mm, absolutely. So when you have found yourself in a situation where you've been hiring the wrong people, what has that whole experience taught you about building and growing a business? Because you guys aren't a small hospital. You're generating a significant amount of capital or revenue, I should say. Right. Um, so you know, obviously you, you figured stuff out along the way, I'm sure. So what have you figured out? What have, what lessons do you now take forward with you into the business? You know, I, I think um, it certainly draws you together as a team when you've identified that you don't have the right person on the team, because what happens is the other members of the team have to pick up that slack, right? Mm-hmm. If you made the wrong hire, let's say 30, 60, 90 days into it, you identify, okay, this person's not carrying their weight. This is not the right team member that we thought they were in the interview. You have to have the backbone as a leader to not be afraid to part ways with that person, right? Um, but this is tough because it also goes back to putting more stress on your team as a whole as those directly underneath you with your executive team, with your administrative team, with the managers, right? With the other employees that have to then pick up the slack for that work. Now the job's open again, right? Mm. And si- finding that right person that believes in what you're doing in healthcare, that buys in and, and is really willing to carry the flag for the hospital and represent us well, you know, that's a hard thing to do. These days, people... They kind of have the separation in their mind. They feel that, well, you hired me as an employee, but I'm going to go and do this on my free time. I'm going to post it all over social media and you shouldn't be mad at me. Mm. <laughs> and, that's, <laughs> and that's just not true. I mean, you, you're you a representative of the place that you work, even when you're not at work. That's just, just the way it is, right? It's just facts. Mm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's seemingly a problem that doesn't ever change. It's just the same. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it just doesn't quite change. It's it's unbelievable. And then, of course, with AI coming along, I mean, you know, now what? <laughs> yeah. Represents a whole, a whole new paradigm of problems in this area. You know, it really does. And AI has been interesting because it's really making a very strong break into the, into the healthcare field. And it, it has some, there's a few areas where it's really going to be helpful to us, where it's going to help us make some advances, some big efficiencies. So I'm welcoming it with open arms. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so David, uh, Paul, what is your advice to other CEOs or entrepreneurs uh, listening to us, watching us right now, wherever they are in the world? Uh, about the importance of failing, you know, or failure in business success. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to kind of reiterate things that I've heard before, which is that just to not be afraid to fail. You know, so many of us feel as leaders that we have to be perfect because when we do fail, we often take the brunt of it. We're kind of the face of your, you're the face of your company. You're the face of, you know, the, the brand really. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very hard not to put too much pressure on yourself to say, I, you know, I made the wrong call, right? I made the wrong choice. I thought that was going to be a great candidate. We made the offer we hired. Turns out that was not the the right person for the team. Mm. Uh, So maybe look at your hiring process, go back and refine it. Don't, don't be too quick to hire. Uh, 
and, and just get a warm body in the seat. And, and the biggest thing, you know, it's okay to acknowledge your mistakes. The biggest thing is correct them. Mm. All right. Don't, don't turn a 30 day problem into a nine month problem because you, you didn't have the backbone to correct it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my best advice for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what about uh, books, tools, or resources uh, that you recommend? Is there a specific um, uh, book that you read recently? Maybe something that you gifted the most? Oh yeah. Um, gosh, there's, uh, one that I am actually getting ready to start reading and, uh, let me see here. I will have to, I will have to think of it. I, I have it back at home and it's, I didn't, I didn't think about that question. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. I'm the same, buddy. Like ask me what I read last week. I can't tell you. I can't even tell you what's on my side table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just a, a funny thing. What about podcasts or other resources, mentorship networks, oh. CEO networks, things like that? Yeah. You know, I, I love podcasts on leadership. Um, I believe it or not, I, tr- I try and follow a lot of podcasts around self-discipline, around um leadership or around a lot of things, some in business, but I think those podcasts on leadership, self-discipline, self-improvement, I think those kind of touch all areas. It doesn't really matter what business you're in. You can grow your business as long as you're becoming a good leader, right? It's kind of mm-hmm. industry agnostic, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree a hundred percent. I think podcasts are like the most underrated tool for learning. It's really even YouTube, quite frankly. I mean, I, oh, would, yeah. I would say YouTube pretty much exists just to learn stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a, it's a fantastic tool. And even in, in small bites, you know, it's uh don't, don't underestimate the opportunities that are out there to learn in the old days. You had to read uh, whether it was a, a newspaper, a magazine, a, go to the library and check out a book, right. Buy a book, something like that. And these days, if you have five minutes to get in a, a download of information, that's great. You know, take every opportunity you can to improve yourself. Mm. Yeah. Never let your education get in the way of your learning, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Well, David, Paul, thank you so much for being on the show. It does uh, conclude your time in the hot seat. I love that you're in healthcare. I love that you built something of value that you make a difference to 12,000 people every year. I think that's a, you know, that's a legacy thing for me. And a lot of us don't have that. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you for having me on that. Anytime. Everybody else, we'll see you again soon. Ciao for now.